Welcome to Adventures in ESL Podcast, a podcast for K-12 ESL teachers who want to learn strategies and tips for planning for their English language learners. I am Millie and I will be your host on this ESL adventure. Good ev- Hello, let me start that over. <laughs> I hope everybody's having a fantastic day. I know that I am so far. And once again, thank you for stopping in to the My Adventure in ESL podcast. I want to first welcome all the all-star teachers out there, which is every single one of you all that are listening. And before we jump into today's topic, I would like for you as an educator to reflect on your wins for last week. What was something big that happened that you were so proud of your students of? What is something small that happened? It can be something your students accomplished. It can be something that you accomplished. What is a win? And every week I want to highlight a teacher win. I want the win to be big or small and I want you to celebrate it. And I want to celebrate it with you. So if you have a win that you want to share, then just email me at Millie at MyAdventuresInESL.com and share your win. Now, this week's wins comes from Karen. And Karen shared her win about her newcomer from Honduras who doesn't speak any English. This was last year. But now this year, Karen says his mouth is running nonstop. He's using past tense irregular verbs. He's using um, uh, regular verbs. He is becoming so fluent and we are so excited. So Karen, thank you so much for sharing your win. Now in today's episode, I am going to address how you can work with your small groups while your students are independent and doing their work independently. I know for me, I know that I wanted my students so desperately (laughs) to complete their assignments while I'm working with a small group. Now, creating and fostering this independence can be a struggle for most teachers. I know it was a struggle for me when I first started teaching. And you know what exactly I mean when you can't work with one student for one minute without being bombarded with questions from your other students. Now, I can kind of remember this like it was yesterday. And I decided that I was going to have independent group work for one of my lessons. Now, in my mind and on paper, I had planned the most elaborate lesson. I imagine that students were talking independently about their group work. I imagine them generating questions. Students were working perfectly in my mind and I was over here as uh, a great teacher and I was working with a selected group of students. Now, this is everything that I imagined and everything that happened in my mind. Then the day of the lesson came and it was a hot mess. Students were off test. They were asking me that irking question that gets to the depth of my soul what do I do next teacher? What do I do next? They were asking me that after everything they did, which was distracting a group of students. The students were confused. They were constantly asking me questions. And this baffled me because I took all of this time to put the direction step-by-step on their assignment sheets. And they were still asking me all of these questions. 
And then after three class periods, I was just left reflecting and I just could not understand what I was missing. I just didn't get what I was doing incorrectly that my students were still asking me question after question after question when they were supposed to be working independently. And I was just racking my brain and I'm like, Millicent, what did I do? I mean, I'm reflecting. I thought I had all directions laid out. Like, what was I missing? And I realized that upon reflecting on this, that a serious piece was missing in my lesson. And I went through my lesson and I combed through every piece, every component. And I modeled during my lesson. I modeled some more and I talked during my lesson. And that's when it hit me was that I was doing the heavy lifting of modeling. I was doing the heavy lifting of talking during the lesson. And I realized then that my students needed actually time to practice working independently. And I can remember thinking to myself, I need to stop making assumptions about my English language learners. I need to show them explicitly, walk them through step by step with practice how they can work independently. So the next day I attempted the lesson again. This time when I did the lesson, I set clear expectations about what we're going to be doing during our independent time. The first thing I did was I modeled and then I had the students practice the strategy acts three before me. Now in this strategy, I asked the students to ask three classmates before asking me a question. I then introduced to them a small group poster that I made and I got this poster from Pinterest. It is a funny poster from Pinterest that inspired me. And so basically on the poster, it says that unless a fire, tornado, or Idris Elvis walk in the room, do not interrupt my small group. And if they have questions during the small group, then to make sure to ask three people before you come to the small group and you ask me. Now, if they still ask three people and they had a question that can't be answered, I had advised them to put it on the parking lot. Now, keep in mind, during this time, we're practicing this. I'm introducing piece by piece, maybe a set of piece, uh, one piece one day on Monday, the next piece I'll introduce. And I would just generally introduce and up to it to where they were working independently. And I also created an Am I Done poster because I told you a moment ago that that dreaded Am I Done? I'm done, teacher. I'm done. What do I do next? Um, so my students were obviously not clear on what they need to do next if they are to finish an assignment. So this poster provided the students the steps that they need to take to complete assignments. This completely in eliminated that teacher, I'm done, what do I do next, I'm finished, because they had a poster with a checklist of things that they were to do when they were finished with their assignment. I also wanted to add that I want you to encourage high expectations around fostering independence with your students. I want you to remind your students that they can do this, that they can do these independent assignments, and if they need help to use some of the tools that we just talked about to put in place so that you can foster independence with your English language learners. And I also want to encourage you that if you do have varying levels of students, 
make sure that you're putting the scaffolds in your lessons to ensure success during these assignments. A good example is, is that if I have a writing assignment that I'm going to do for my ELLs and I do want them to work independently, I may have a varying um, structure of sentence frames or paragraph frames for my students. So that's an example of me putting a scaffold in place that it still allows them, okay, they have some support, but they're working independently. So I just want to throw that out there for you as well. Now, here are your next steps. You know, you have some things that you need to do as well. I want you to look at an upcoming lesson that you have planned where you're incorporating small groups. And I want to take, I want to encourage you to take a moment and ask yourself, are you fostering independence with this lesson? Are you encouraging your English language learners in your classroom to rely on you or are you encouraging them to be independent? And if that's the case, if you're encouraging them to be independent, I want you to incorporate a strategy from today's episode where you are really uplifting it, where you are saying, okay, you all are being independent. I want you to X3 before me, or I want you to set high expectations with your small group. And leading into that, I want you to always set high expectations. If you need some more practice with that, you can create little posters for yourself to put around the room with quotes and with sayings. That way it can remind you and prompt you to encourage high expectations from your English language learners. Now, I would love to know how you are fostering independence with your English language learners when they're working in small groups. What strategies are you using? I know just to recap, here are some of my favorite strategies that I like to use with my English language learners when we are working with in, in small groups. The first one is the am I done poster. I like using that poster because it encourages students that when they are finished with an assignment, here are the next steps of what you need to do. I also like setting clear and high expectations for my English language learners. This encourages my English language learners that they can do this, that they don't have to rely on me every step of the way. And just remember, if you need help in encouraging high expectations with your students, just create an anchor chart for you, for yourself to put around the room. The next thing that I want to encourage you to do as well is to make sure that if you are introducing small groups and that you are encouraging your ELLs to be independent in those groups, make sure that you explicitly, that means walk step by step, model and have the students practice how that group time should look. That also gives you the opportunity to make any corrections, any adjustments, correct any kind of misunderstandings that your students may have. And the last thing that you can also do is ask three before me. Have the students encourage them to ask their classmates questions before they come over. And if you're working in a small group, um, encouraging them to ask the classmates before they ask you. So it kind of creates this an environment where they are working together as a team. So I would like to know how you are fostering independence with your ELLs. Drop those in the comments. I would love to know. Or you can just simply email me at Millie at myadventuresinesl.com. Once again, thank you as usual for joining me. I will see you all next week. Bye. 
Thank you for joining me this week on Adventures in ESL. Make sure to visit my website, myadventuresinesl.com, for some freebies and special gifts. You can also subscribe to the show so you will never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, I appreciate it if you provide a rating on iTunes so more ESL teachers can learn strategies and tips. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and remember to stay positive and always have high expectations for your English language learners. See you soon!